I used to say Will. So now you can Will? Call, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, the amount of sales <laughs> phone calls I had with people calling me Will, I just go along with it. You so. can imagine with my surname, the sorts of things I get. So, uh, hi, Dick. All yeah, right, chill out. <laughs> Short for Richard. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Is that actually just a, yeah, that's it? Yeah, Dick, yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's, it's a good name in Scotland. I'm like, well, Fair I don't live in fucking Scotland, so <laughs> cheers for that. <laughs> Mum and dad. Charlotte, have you pressed record on the sound one? Oh, fine. So we go. Okay. Uh, hi, Robert. How are you? Yeah, I'm well. Well, yeah, thanks for having me here. Well, thank you for being the first guest. That's, no, not uh, at all. Yeah, it's setting a, a high high standard here. Damn so, straight. no, appreciate having me. Look, it's massively appreciated because, uh, cool. yeah, for, for all of you that don't know, I put out a message yesterday saying, does anyone want to be a guest? And uh, and Robert made the mistake of saying yes yesterday. I thought this was going to be months in a, like away. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Do you want to come you on in January or February? You the answer to be... Ah, you're around tomorrow. Are you around tomorrow? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it transpired. We booked the room for four hours and only had one hour's worth of filming to do. So there was a moment of like, why have we done that? <laughs> um, Lessons so, to the next podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, look, massively appreciated. Uh, in terms of what we're trying to chat about here, yeah. I just... What I want to understand are people's stories and, and how they've got to where they are and the twists and turns of, mm. of life and work during that process. Because a lot of people, as as from my own experience, watch podcasts for pieces of inspiration or, or to understand why people did things to help them make sense of what they're going through in those moments, be it starting a business or doing other things, which mm. you've my understanding is done on a few occasions. I've done so, a few of them, yeah. yeah. I haven't kind of sold any for £10 million yet, so I don't know if you want to take my advice there. Yeah, but you and me yeah. both. You <laughs> and me both, but we're on the journey. We're yeah. on the grind phase the next of the one, journey. Next yeah, one. exactly. It's, I always take the Del Boy and Rodney. This time next year we'll be millionaires. We'll get that it. painting one day, yeah, whatever exactly. it was. In fact, we should have replaced it and put that here. That should be our background. <laughs> um, so, so look, you've had over your time... I'm just going to get straight into it. Yeah, go, go so for it, yeah. Over your... your time in in and around the world of sales and recruitment you've done yeah. various things yeah. and, and my understanding is you've started in sort of sales was the first part of your journey i guess yeah world. first kind of professional job um yeah i went to university like you know a fair few people uh you know 20 years ago um spent a long time at university probably having what too much time uni? Uh, I chose business studies because yeah. I just had no idea of what to do. And I well, feel like it's one of those degrees. Just I like did psychology and criminology for the same reason. Oh, okay then. I, well, it's a bit more interesting probably. So yeah. No, I, oh, at all. I chose it because I looked at how many teaching hours there were. And it was, and what, it was the shortest. Less. <laughs> oh my God. And, and then the other honest reason. <laughs> yeah. I found out that there were 10 blokes on the course and 300 females. Do you know what I was going to say? Yeah, I was and in a 18-year-old me was like, <laughs> hell Yeah. <laughs> I was in a massive shared house, like 20 of us, and there was... That is, that is one hell of a shared house. Oh, it was house. an amazing house, yeah. Uh, I think it's 22, yeah. But um, yeah, there was four women in our house, and they all did psychology. And there was maybe two or three blokes out of like 100 women on the course. Yeah, yeah. it was all yeah, women. Yeah, mine was 300, 10 blokes, five of which were mature students. But a very interesting subject, though. Yeah, it was. And, and something you can use on like a, a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I think, I think elements have helped in understanding why people make decisions and stuff. But I think my decision making on certain things perhaps would have been better if I'd done business. So, uh, okay. so yeah, I, th- I think, I think you went down a more sensible road than me yeah. perhaps. I suppose now I've got a business is, it's kind of proving useful in some facets, yeah. but yeah, I mean, things I learned 20 years ago, I've, I've probably forgotten anyway. Well, yeah. yeah. And yeah. And like accounting, I'm actually useless at accounting. Yeah. 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 yeah but that, we've got accountants for that. So I know. We don't have I've to got worry about that. So no, I've got my accountants. Yeah. yeah. So, 
went to business. Yeah. Did you go straight into sales by design or? Um, I kind of fell into, I fell into sales. I, I left university, was working in a pub. Um, so I love pub work. Like I love talking to people. I love the atmosphere, the culture, yeah. uh, the people I got to work with. Um, and I did that for kind of six to nine months. And then my mum was like, look, you know, you're going to have to get a, a proper job. Yeah, be a grown up. Um, so. I still say it's a proper job. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a proper my, job. My wife did the same. So she she worked in pubs for years. And oh, I love exactly it, yeah. Same thing, just meet new people. Let, you get really friendly with the locals. And yeah. Just, just enjoyed it. But That's my dream to get a pub. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, I want to get a pub. I know it's like the worst thing so to invest it, in at the moment. current business. Flog the current business and buy a pub, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you say it's the worst thing. A, a chap I knew that was a, a financial services guy bought a pub in a, a run-down local pub mm. in a village called Wanish, turned it into a gastro pub, sold it for millions, like oh, a, okay. in a couple of years. So yeah. you say it's a bad idea, but actually I think there's ways of doing it in a way that actually yeah. mean it becomes a viable, very sensible business that you can flog. And yeah. the chain bought it in the end and, and in truth ruined it. But, uh, but yeah, ways, I think the dream is a noble one. Yeah, thanks. Um, so yeah, anyway, yeah, I ended up falling into sales. I think I applied for a bunch of jobs, like marketing jobs and things like that. And I applied for um, a sales job by accident, I think. And I went along to this interview and I didn't really know what the interview was for. And they didn't really tell us. It was kind of like a group recruitment agency interview. Right. And then... Or oh, what, like literally just 20 people turn up? And yeah, yeah. It was like this massive kind of media recruitment. Um, like a real shy version of X Factor. Yeah. And you're <laughs> in a room with like 20 people. And um, they just come in and kind of like start firing questions at you. And like, no one really knew why they were there or yeah, what yeah. we were interviewed for. So, uh, but yeah, ended up getting a job at uh, a publishing house doing advertising sales. Oh, fine. Yeah. And then selling uh, advertising space to recruitment agencies. Did you get more being told to piss off than you got as a recruiter or do you know I'm imagining trying to sell to recruiters um, well and we'll go on to that in your current business I'm imagining trying to sell to recruiters is tricky because I know for me yeah I'm a bit of a pain in the ass to sell to so uh, okay so I'm basing it I was going to try and uh pitch you but I won't, I won't do I'm that, pitchable yeah. <laughs> I am pitchable there, there is always the ability to pitch There's all these me. CRM ATS providers out there being like do you know I'm going to give it a go now <laughs> yeah yeah well most of them have most of them <laughs> Um, but no, I think I think recruiters and salespeople are relatively easy to sell to. I think if you pitch to them well, then yeah. salespeople like and enjoy that process. So I think if you kind of go in there, it's a good introduction. You can ask good questions. You challenge them. Yeah. I think salespeople like that kind of back and forth. So yeah, yeah. and yeah. I guess they get the process. Yeah, so there's, yeah, they're there's doing that the same thing. Of yeah, we know the game. Yeah, and I'm imagining that. With some people, has a degree of arrogance that comes with it, but with other people, they go, "Look, if you do that first bit well, the door is now open." Yeah, and yeah, I've opened up a little bit, and we can have a conversation. Yeah, but no, I've had plenty of conversations where, yeah, recruitment agencies are shut you down. Like, yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, do you want some advertising space? No, bugger off. Uh, and there are a lot of them are kind of like legal recruitment firms at the time. Um, but yeah, that that kind of stoked my interest in recruitment. So, we may yeah. well have spoken back then because oh, it this was, was, it was this would have been like two thousand and six. So that seven. was. Around the time I, I went probably into pitched legal you then, yeah, I probably pitched you. So you're probably so one of those horrible did. people. <laughs> well, no, I, I <laughs> made me cry on the face. I was oh. young and enthusiastic at that point, <laughs> so I would have been way nicer than I was. I would be now. So yeah, but uh, that's what I first went into legal recruitment oh, for a, li- okay. a little agency down in Guildford. So that's oh, um, yeah. I've, 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 to be honest, I've been very boring. Do you I've know what? I probably thing. would have pitched them. To be honest, I, yeah. I think I pitched everyone in the country. So yeah. What was the company you're pitching for? Uh, it was a company called Wilmington Group or the Waterloo Group. I think they're still around. They had a couple yeah. of a bunch of kind of legal magazines. There's one called the the Trainee Solicitor Group. They had um, oh, 
it's like a barrister's kind of chambers magazine or Fine. something and just loads of kind of legal yeah, magazines yeah, yeah. and data and stuff like that so yeah yeah that's um, so at what point did it twig that you're like right i'm enjoying that i'm doing I, well did it go all right yeah, 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 I was pretty good at it, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. I had a, a rocky uh, kind of first six weeks, and then it just clicked, and uh, yeah, yeah, I was one of the best salespeople there. Nice. I'm sure I have mates that will be like, no, 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 he was shit. Uh, yeah, no, rubbish, I rubbish. was the best. Exactly. But it was a good, there was like sales for like 40 people, and um, no, there's some amazing salespeople there. Honestly, like some of the guys there went on to uh, Facebook, like part of the oh, sales nice. team at Facebook, the first team at Facebook. One of the girls was like part of the, the first sales team at Twitter, uh, you know, Financial Times. People started up their own kind of marketing agency and stuff like that. So it was like a real kind of so melting pot. So it's a good incubator of, as well. Of yeah, it was some of the the best people I possibly could have worked with, and right. I learned some amazing things from them. So yeah. And did they give you proper sales training? Because yeah, the sales training there was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah you had kind of a there was a sales trainer on the floor um, all the what, time. Permanently? permanently, yeah, permanently employed. Uh, just dedicated to those kind of 40 salespeople. And she was there every day and we do sales training, you know, once a week. She'd be going around, listening to your phone calls. Nice. Uh, if you needed kind of help or something, you just pull her over and be like, look, you know, I'm struggling with this. Can you help out? And she'd listen in. Um, yeah, absolutely amazing. I think she left the industry and now she, she's she got a, uh, a restaurant in Devon, I think. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Careful. She, she loves food. So, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. what it was. So, in terms of selling to recruiters, what hmm. was that trigger point that was like, actually... I think I'm the wrong side of this fence. I want to be doing that. It sounded more interesting because you'd end up having conversations um, with them. And a couple of them ended up saying, Look, you know, have you thought about going into recruitment? Yeah. And I was like, no, you know, it's my first sales job. I've got no idea about recruitment. Um, I would have some conversations about it. And it just sounded so much more interesting. The money sounded better. Yeah. Um, it sounded what was your first ever base in recruitment? Um, it was 20 basic. And then commission on top of that. And it was like a sliding scale of commission from, I think it's like 7.5% up to about, I don't know, 25% or something like that. Did a lot better than me. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I think it was borderline modern that's slavery. Kind of like, is that like the minimum wage? Or? I think I think it was probably the minimum wage at the time. Wow. And it was, But the commission They really right. believed in you, didn't they? <laughs> well, it was a family friend. Oh, so, okay. Um, so, yeah. I was didn't even look after you. It was just like, no, no, no minimum you, wage. You, you didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was, it, I think it was more, you want to come in, yeah. start from the Learn bottom the and work your way up. Um, yeah. But with no training, literally. Oh. I turned up first day and they didn't even know I was going to be there. And they literally <laughs> just handed me the sort of wadge of paper and went, off you go. There's space in the corner. Yeah, exactly. We'll get you a desk in well, a couple the, of the, weeks. The manager was pissed off. He was sat there going, I wasn't even told you were coming. Um, oh. And what made it worse, the guy didn't even want to know, the, the, didn't want people to know we were family the friends. the worst day, so, the so worst first day at work. Yeah, I was, I was literally just sat there. Nobody knew I, I knew the I just owner. left in tears. Yeah, I, I'd had a failed business prior to that, so yeah. compar comparatively it was pretty minor. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't the best running. I, oh, the, place, I went yeah. on to enjoy it. But yeah, um, but yeah the fir my first intro oh. didn't have that person on the training floor or anything like that. It was like, you've read the brief, the, Thing. You've got an area. By fire. Get on the phone. Oh, like, sometimes it's the best right. way to get into it. Yeah, yeah. It kind of toughens you up, then. and yeah, um, you uh, learn from your mistakes, and you learn, you know, what works, what doesn't work. You don't kind of get rooted down one particular yeah. avenue. You can go. Oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. So yeah. yeah, I'm still here now. There so you go. Something <laughs> less works. hair, but yeah. either that, or I'm just stuck in a bed. So, so what was the first area of recruitment you went into? What was uh, media, media recruitment. Nice. So that's um, basically magazines, TV, radio, 
uh, outdoor advertising, conferences, exhibitions, uh, kind of data, business information companies, stuff like that, really. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, some of it's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. it sounds way more interesting than Some of it's really boring. So, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. could be like working on like a sales role for like Farmers Weekly. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is an awesome magazine. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not the cutting edge of no. everything. But then, you know, next week you might have something come in for like FHM. Yeah. Something like that. And then you're like, oh, okay, this is wicked. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially, yeah, at that age, you're like, yeah. yeah. Well, you're like, oh, can I come to the office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> can I be on a shoot? Um, yeah. I know, you went along to the office once. It wasn't like how I dreamed, but yeah, you just kind of turn up and there's a meeting room with loads of recruiters. And that yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is not what I It seems to be it's the story I of I was going to be here. Walking yeah. into rooms, I know. tons of people, yeah. collective pitching. <laughs> um, fine. And and look, you've, you've moved from, you work for recruiters. Yeah. You've worked for yourself yeah. in recruitment. You've worked in-house in recruitment. Yeah. There aren't many people that have done all of those and lived to tell the tale. Most people that have oh, gone I through those hair things. Now, so I've lost most of my hair because of it. Yeah, but, yeah. but it looks like you're similar to me. You've made a choice to a degree. There is oh, still hair there. Yeah. The During people lockdown, that call me bald, I'm like, my Oi. wife was shaving the hair and she was like, do you know, you're losing it. And I was like, do you know what? I just got to get rid of it. So yeah. yeah. My wife's telling me that, but I've had this haircut since I was about 17. So I'll just oh, okay. stick with it. Low oh, maintenance. It suits you. That's yeah, the way to go. Yeah. And also the greys grow a bit different, so um, oh, so okay. yeah, just keep them keep them gone. That's know. the when one I make thing enough money, done. I'm going to go to Harley Street around the corner, to be honest, and uh, what, get, get, the, get the hair transplant. Yeah, oh, don't go go old disgracefully. I don't know, I don't know. I miss. I realised I used to think I was good looking, and I lost my hair, and I realised I wasn't actually good looking. It was just the hair. <laughs> so now I want to <laughs> get the hair back. Yeah. So I can be semi good looking at least. Yeah, I never thought I was good looking. So that's that's uh, the benefit of the situation. I just arrogant, egotistical salesperson. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm probably arrogant and egotistical. You're good looking. It's just about You're other good looking. Are you Thank you for very compliments? much. Well, let's go to date. I'm married, so <laughs> so am I. I don't have the ring on. Um, so fine. So what out of the three different varieties? Yeah. So agency, in house, and doing your own thing. Mm. Which would you say was the moment you learned the most? And I don't necessarily mean just about recruitment, but mm. but what was the thing that shaped you? Because of course you've moved not away from recruitment; you're still in the in that world, but you've moved into something else that we'll go on to, into shortly. But yeah, but which sort of fueled that fire the most? Um, I, I think all of. Oh, I, I don't know if I could put my finger on one particular role or one particular company that... Is it sort of an evolution? It's an evolution, yeah, to kind of cop out of this question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, there's various things. I've probably learned more at certain companies than I have at other companies. Some yeah, companies yeah. I've gone into and uh, I haven't particularly learned a lot and I've been like, you know what, like I'm this not... I'm not me. Yeah, this isn't for me. Yeah, I'm not yeah. really going to grow here. I'm not, I don't feel challenged. And I've, I've moved on relatively quickly from those kind of roles. Um, but yeah, one of one of my kind of in-house roles, I, I worked at um, like a major kind of media company, uh, like a huge kind of media company. Did you move from the media recruitment into that? Uh, so I went to work for one of my, so I left my, so I shut down my recruitment agency, went and worked for one of my clients yep. uh, for a few months and uh, it just wasn't for me. Like yeah, lovely yeah, bunch yeah. of people, uh, do some great magazines and stuff like that, but it just wasn't. It was their first kind of in-house role, and I was kind of setting everything up for them. Fine. Um, it's and a very then, different game. Yeah, and I had a conversation with this kind of major media group before going into that company, and they got back in touch with me and said, look, you know, do you want to come along and, and join us? And I was like, I can't really turn it down. Like, the commute was amazing, and, yep. like, there's some amazing brands. And, like, it's the kind of company that 
it's easy to sell. Yeah, yeah. Like people, people want to be there. People want to be I'm there. I'm imagining it's like being an internal recruiter at Google before yeah. about a year ago. It's basically like that. Um, Immediately, so you just phone people up and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll give you 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I kind of enjoyed that. And there I learned, in like my first couple of weeks there, my boss got me to work on a job spec. She was like, oh, look, here's a job spec. Can you just work on this? Yeah, yeah. Make so it kind attractive. Of, yeah, I kind of rewrote it and we used all this kind of, um, we're using kind of software before it kind of really kind of cropped up, you know, despite 2018, 2019, kind of gender balancing kind of words and stuff like that. That's very early on for that because. Yeah, I've seen it kind yeah, of crop up in the last few years, but I think we, I'd never heard of it before yeah. up to that point. So I think we were, and the company that we were using, they were kind of doing free trials and now they charge an absolute fortune. So, um, but yeah, I think I ended up spending like a week or two just writing this job spec. Just a whole week, yeah, just yeah. rewriting it, rewriting and they, it, and rewriting they were just, it. We were just happy to put time aside for that. Just like, yeah, we want this to be perfect. You wouldn't get away with that in an agency environment. No, like, no, no. It's just be like, you, you got 10 minutes. You have sent that to 40,000 yeah. people put already? That into, put that into chat GPC. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, send it out. out, yeah. I'm sure there's people out there like Mitch Sullivan who probably kill you for that. But, um, yeah, yeah. but uh, no, and I kind of learned, it's just like, yeah, do you know what? You have to kind of reiterate these things and, and go back to it and, and leave it for a bit of time and... You think you've you know done something really good, but you know leave it for a day or so. Go back to it, try and rewrite it, try and change parts of it, um, and learn a lot from from things like that. So yeah, it's kind of a long-winded way of saying that. That's yeah. fine. Anyway, an answer's an answer. There we'll you take go. it. Um, so effectively, leading me on to today and what you're doing. Mm. So what made you pivot that? I'm going to call it the final pivot on the basis. That oh, there's still the pub. I've got a. Well, yeah, sorry. There's I a pub dream. Yeah, there is a pub. There is yeah. a pub. So, yeah, ignoring the pub for the purposes of this conversation, yeah. we can get on to why the pub's the dream. I've still got end. 30 years left. So, yeah, yeah, yeah the In terms of like going from recruitment to the website side of it, yeah. were you literally just sat there looking at sites going, these are shit? Um. Yeah, so <laughs> recruitment agency, not everyone's recruitment agency website's bad, but a lot of them. Oh, I'd say I'd say 80% of them are, are pretty dire. How many of them have just gone on Shutterstock and found the same grey-haired man shaking a hand across a board table? Like yeah, there, yeah. There's, there's a lot of that sort yeah. of stuff. And when you kind of, as a web developer, you go for a lot of these kind of stock photo libraries, and there's certain photos you always see kind of mm. crop up. Um, so yeah, there's a lot that kind of use it. I do that as well. I, th I think, you know, if you've got a website, you should kind of get a photographer. Uh, to take photos for you and put those up. Yeah. I think that's it kind of reflects your brand, your culture, makes you unique, kind of shows people your, you know, your company, your offices, your team and stuff like that. So I think that's uh, an investment you should make and it's, you know, probably a few hundred pounds to get a photographer for a day. So well, it's yeah. your shop front. That's the thing yeah. that a lot of people seem to forget with websites and correct me if I'm completely wrong because I'm by no means clued up on the world of web. But I've always viewed it as we live in a digital world. People mm. are finding you digitally way more than they are in reality. So yeah. on that basis, that thing you have out there in the internet is your shop front. Mm. And if that is not a true representation of you, your business, your ethos, your goals, and what you can do, yeah. actually you've missed, you've missed an opportunity. Yeah. And a lot of recruiters have a small about us section that says something that nobody's remotely interested in mm. a load of images everyone's seen a thousand places before and it's almost like let's get it out as quickly as possible we just need something up there mm. and there's not much thought goes into it it's kind yeah. of more of a utility than a i think it's something you should really of. invest time and i'm obviously biased but money as well but yeah. no i think it kind of pays dividends so when i had my recruitment agency i had a I started off with um, kind of a template website. 
but just one of the sort of... kind of go daddy or yeah, yeah. or Squarespace or one of those major... I can't remember which one it was, but uh, it was sufficient for me at the time. I got a friend of mine I used to work with at a media company years back to do my website. Uh, and an SEO guy I got recommended and uh, did my website over the course of maybe a month or so. And uh, it was ranking top spot for every every possible kind of search term you could put in there related oh, yeah. to my business yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I was getting like Google definitions. Uh, we put blog posts up. They'd be ranking on page one for like a bunch of different search terms. It was just absolutely unbelievable. And the amount of business we got from the website. Or just because people were finding yeah, it. Yeah, they just type in, you know, media recruitment firm London, media recruitment firm Soho, media recruitment firm UK, whatever it may be. Well, you were just coming And you're up. always top spot, top spot, top spot. And yeah, HR managers or hiring managers would just be like, oh, okay, these guys are the top spot. Yeah, we need uh, They must be good. There we go. They obviously didn't know, it was me, yeah. <laughs> it's me and a couple of people. But um, yeah, yeah, so you'd always get phone calls. Oh yeah, came across your website, uh, candidates, clients, and you know, I'd probably spent, you know, five, six grand on that website, but easily made you know 10 times that back but the thing is as as i'm sure you probably say in your pitch it's only one or two placements and then you pay oh for yeah it's it. paid for it yeah and and i as well we, we follow each other on linkedin and comment on each other's stuff so you, you see what i'm up to I've, i invest very heavily in the personal branding mm, and it really works well and um, yeah you're kind of very true to that 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 kind of personality so yeah and it comes yeah across on LinkedIn. just trying to be real but mm. my website in many ways, is a shit show. Um, Do you know so what? You say this, but then I, I, I urge everyone to look at the website. Uh, I won't kind of plug it for you, but yeah, um, yeah. no, I thought it was good. I thought it, it, it kind of reflected the brand well. Uh, this probably like from a web developer technical point of view, there's a few things you could maybe tweets. improve. Yeah. yeah, a few tweets, but no, I thought it was really good. But I, th I think where we've gone wrong, and, and not in a way we don't know we've gone wrong, I've had it explained to me, but there were elements where it was like, right, we want to stay so true to what we're about that mm. actually we're missing some very obvious web tricks. So search engine optimization, for example, mm. it's a mess. And to stop it being a mess would require such a major shift that it's always like, I prioritize yeah. the shop front rather than creating an environment where people are driven by search engines. I think it's a balance. I think you media. should stay, yeah, obviously true to yourself and your brand and, I think that's that's what I push more. So you try and get some of those keywords in if you can, but I'd say like stay true to the brands and yourself. But that's the interesting thing I've I've seen about your stuff. It is more create something bespoke that's a bit different that is more you rather than just a because most web agencies and web developers mm. are just selling a here's the thing we make, answer a few questions, we'll knock something up, and they're sort of one step away from being a template to all intents and purposes it's a cookie cutter whereas I've, I've actually looked at some of your clients stuff and I would say the way you've done it is more interesting it's more the websites are naturally they just seem more like people did them rather yeah, than just yeah. someone went on chat GPT and said I appreciate that no, I appreciate that yeah and it's, it's an evolution I'm still at the early stage of the business I'm still uh, trying to find that kind of design personality but uh i think i get there but yeah it, it's still kind of early stages but i just want to kind of make recruitment websites as amazing as they possibly can be you know i want candidates and clients to land on the website and be like wow you know this is this looks amazing this is yeah, different yeah. this is this is interesting i want to spend time on here yeah you're not just going on clicking and going to find they exist bang it's, yeah it's just going straight to the contact us yeah. page or straight to the jobs page i want i want to make an experience so people land on the website and go oh do you know what? this is really nice actually i really enjoy this 
I'll, I'll have a play around and have a look around. So yeah. But user experience is such an important thing that again I think is neglected by so many. It's like farm them to the contact us page and that's all we care about. When actually, yeah, you can do a load of the answering of questions and the converting in that. Mm. Thing before people have even spoken to you. Oh, yeah, you can answer so many questions. You can kind of sell people better. You know, why why just direct them straight to the contact us page and then have to sell them over the telephone yeah. when they do call you, as opposed to kind of warming them up with your website or you know answering questions that you know maybe kind of a, a virtual chat or a chatbot or, or maybe kind of content on the yeah. website can answer for you and it kind of saves your consultants time by asking answering those kind of same basic questions over and over again. So. Uh, yeah, it can be. It can kind of warm up prospects, and it can save yeah. time. So yeah. And in terms of your business, what's what's it, it, we'll get to the pub, but but before the pub, pub, what do you want to do with the current business? What's the sort of three-year um, goal, five-year goal, end goal? So yeah, I, I guess I suppose like everyone, just just kind of grow it to a reasonable level. Um, I don't want it to be huge. I don't think there's that many kind of huge design agencies in this space and I think there's a couple maybe but I don't yeah. want it to be absolutely huge I want to kind of take on some people hopefully next year if I'm kind of bringing some more revenue but uh yeah just take on people and you know bring in like you know UX people full-time UX people full-time kind of you know web developers uh you know various kind of like account managers and stuff like that and just turn it into kind of a small yeah. digital design agency do you want to concentrate on the sales side yourself do you want to go um, back to that side I, or do I've you enjoy liked, the other side i don't know i think that's one of the, the amazing things about having a business you can kind of dip into everything yeah. so you can kind of go oh do you know I, i'm gonna have a podcast now yeah or i'm gonna do some social media stuff for a bit or oh, do you know i'm gonna do the accounts for a bit or uh, that last one, something that you're never going to hear me saying. Oh, like, do you know what my BAT returns in about two weeks? Bits. Yeah, my BAT. I need to kind of go through the books in a couple of weeks, but yeah, I hate it. It, it just never balances. I don't know what it no. is, but it just never balances out for some reason. I, I think my Catherine hates me because I just literally send them the printout of the bank account and go, just and I just write missing that, receipts no, here and that, there. That. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever sent them a receipt. If I'm <laughs> honest, I feel like I'm legally you have to give receipts. <laughs> And these just all like hand scored receipts. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happened. To be 300 honest. quid in the pub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't drink. So, so oh, weirdly, okay. <laughs> weirdly I, I don't have a huge number of vices. So it's probably more like I bought another microphone <laughs> or, or, or I bought some cameras. It's, it's that sort of stuff. But yeah. yeah, I don't. Maybe I have sent them receipts. I don't do it anymore. So the honest they truth is, you, I, don't, yeah. Yeah, I think they do. I think. I think they're they're making it increasingly obvious that they're they're not a big fan of the escape. way I want to do work. <laughs> Just raising the rates. The, the, the chap who owns it used to be my neighbour, so um, uh, okay. so yeah, I think they're, they're a bit more you. stuck than perhaps they. Oh, they so he's not your neighbour anymore. So no, he's no, actually, no. He so physically he could, moved he could, house he, to escape you. Well, yeah, it was a very very small flat and got married and had kids and stuff. Oh, so okay. we're we're talking about a sort of our first shared ownership flat that was roughly the same size as this room. So. Um, it's so quite yeah. big for London, actually. Well, no, so yeah. it wasn't London. It was in a little village called East Horsley where we were the only people in flats. Everyone else is in, like, these palatial <laughs> houses. And, and we were literally... Looking down at you lonely well, peons. They, so where we lived, they would have, like, garden parties in, in the estate. Did you get invited and to No, it? Oh, no. So we, and we were so the back. So we'd have to drive all the way past all of these people. Oh, just the, and they're having their party. The and and, and if you'd even engage, it was like they'd just turn their backs and shun you. You're, you're the oiks <laughs> at the end. Um, but you yeah, just turned up with like some nicely kind of baked cakes. Oh, I tried all that. Not cakes, right? but I did try bribing them. But yeah, they're, they're having none of it. But oh, I feel bad. We have a street party in my street, so you can come by. Well, I might take you up on that. Yeah. So, when I guess look, you, you, you're looking to build. It, what's is that with a name to selling it, or is that with a name to sort of running a business that can kind of just 
uh, bimble, not bimble along, but just keep it going, earn your decent income, and I'd sort of. I don't know if I necessarily want to sell there it. A and I, I don't know if I'd necessarily be able to. S so I think a lot of kind of people kind of go, oh, do you know, what? I'm going to start up a business, I'm going to start up a recruitment company, and, and and sell a recruitment company. But when you look at the reality of selling a recruitment company, I think it's maybe 0.2 percent yeah. of recruitment companies actually get sold. It's such a small amount. Uh, and probably the same with with my business as well. It, it's such a small amount of companies. That I, I, I suppose I could sell it to a larger advertising yeah, agency yeah. or something like that. Somebody wants your client base. And yeah, yeah. So there's there's probably, uh, so there are a few kind of large advertising agencies out there that I suppose you could potentially sell it to. That's not Would in you, my mind. Because I guess you could sell it as a recruitment division, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I suppose, yeah. Or they could have other, they could have like a, a property division, be like, you know, you wouldn't mind doing kind of recruitment as well. Just yeah. having two really bad recession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the two areas that yeah. are definitely when, maybe the, not when everything's gone down maybe something that kind of balances it yeah. out I don't know maybe they've got a pharmaceutical well, but legal 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 legal's always good legal, legal, legal everyone goes, goes oh down. legal goes down it's like no it doesn't because legal if the world is collapsing more people are litigating and more people are getting divorced and more people are having employment disputes yeah divorces actually yeah during the recession divorces always go up don't they yeah well yeah. COVID did that uh, quite a big favour I think the more people uh. It's always Christmas and New Year. Uh, sorry, Christmas and New Year and yeah. the summer holidays where people spend time together and they're like, uh, My wife no. used to work at a law firm and she used to say, yeah, the divorces will go up in January. Yeah, January yeah. and September, I think, are the statistically when people are like, nah, I'm not spending more time with this no, idiot. I just realised this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, so spending okay. two weeks with you is horrible. Yeah. So now I'm done. Not going to do that anymore. <laughs> um, so how does, right, pub. Seemingly the most important life goal there is in in this little. It just work it makes you sound like a total alcoholic, to be honest. Well, no, and I, I'm not no, even you're drinking that much the side of yeah. it. You're you're you're, you're taking advantage total. of the people. So yeah, I only my drink mom, maybe once or twice a week now. So yeah, my mum was brought up in pubs. So oh, when I was okay. a kid, my mum's parents were publicans. So oh. because of that, I was around alcohol from a very young age. So when oh. all of the sort of teenagers get excited about alcohol, I didn't find it that exciting. It's kind of that French culture. You kind of yeah. grow up with it and you're like, yeah, oh, exactly. I'm just used like, to it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't enjoy it. I prefer Coke Zero, to be honest. So, yeah. um, so just stick with that and be able to drive anywhere. But yeah. So is the dream London pub or pub in the countryside? I think I probably, so my, my partner's uh, Irish. So I think Fine. we'd move back, we'll move back, move to Ireland. Yeah. Uh, and maybe start up a little pub there. I'd love to do that. That'd be amazing. Is that because of a fan of Guinness? Is that? Um, do you know what? I like Guinness, but no, there's a couple of. Oh, what, there's one over there. What's it called? It's like kind of like it's like red kind of pale ale. I think it's called like Chieftain or something like that. Right. Uh, but no, I really love that. Yeah. But I love the Guinness as well. The Guinness over there is good. But yeah. So it's very yeah, different to the Guinness here. So what makes you want to move there? Just quality of life. Uh, quality of life. Yeah, I've grown up in London. Forty years. What, one years in London. Like I, yeah, whole I just life. can't. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. Like it's, it's just very busy. It, it gets you. And I think when you're older and you've got kids, I've got a daughter now. Uh, How old? She is six and a half. Going so on 17? So she's big. Do you know what? Yeah, it's really it's weird. My yeah. daughter's seven. Yeah. Going on 17. I know, it's really weird. I just thought it'd be really nice at this time. Yeah, I yeah. thought like when they hit 13, then obviously turn into a teenager. Yeah, it's yeah, awful. Yeah. But no, she's recently though, she has mellowed out. Uh, hopefully she doesn't watch this but um, <laughs> if she does something's gone a bit weird she's oh, no, got yeah. real niche YouTube habits oh, that's no. what it is well, no, she's always on YouTube Kids but yeah hopefully she's not going to YouTube Kids yeah. but um, uh, but yeah no she went for this like teenager phase for, like mm. a year or so and she was like throwing tantrums and stuff like that it was really peculiar so, yeah I'm at yeah. that stage now I'm, it's I'm so weird very familiar with that little yeah. cute angel how many have you got then become, just one I've got two so two. I've got a, a three year old boy and a seven year old girl oh, um, good mix the dream yeah complete the game four children no more 
Done. Game complete. Yeah, that's it. Are you going to have more? Give a um, Yeah, I think I have to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think I have to. My wife's uh, Irish Catholic and she wants more. She's younger than me anyway. So I kind of feel like I'm running out of energy. But yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel bad as well for my daughter. Be like, oh, there's other. And, you know, no offense, but yeah, like, you know, lone children always turn out weird, in my <laughs> opinion. So, um, yeah, I kind of need to have that, someone else. We, we've her. all gone through school going, I think they're an, an only child. That's an only child, um, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. One of my best mates is an only child. He's a bit weird. So. <laughs> to be fair, I've got a sister and I'm a bit weird. So I think just I think work. weirdness <laughs> just carries through. <laughs> Sometimes you're just weird. Yeah, you just choose an odd path <laughs> in life. And so in terms of plans, is there a, is there a time scale for this or is it just when um, you're ready? Because just as it could you do what you're doing I could anywhere, just, yeah, I could, you? yeah, I could see the business anywhere. Yeah, you could do... I could focus on recruitment agencies in Ireland quite easily. And there's a there's a lot, load. yeah, there's a lot of um, obviously yeah, got so many tech companies in Dublin. Yeah. Uh, there's so many recruitment companies around that. So yeah, I could quite easily just focus on the Irish market and I don't think anyone's even tapping up the Irish market at the moment. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Hopefully no one watches this now. Yeah, yeah, idea, yeah, but, like, um, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> First mover advantage now gone. <laughs> uh, so no, I could quite easily move over there and just do that and or still pitch, you know, companies in the UK. Uh, but I think it'd just be nicer there. Just you know, just a slower pace of life. Yeah, it's better. People are nicer. Like people are really nice. You go over there. Like people just yeah. say hello to you. Like they don't even know you. They just say hello to I you. I find that everywhere I go in the world that isn't London. Yeah. Um, well, the south of England. Yeah. It, you go places and you're like, people actually say hello and yeah. It, I find peculiar. How are you? Like, I went to Limerick for the first time and like people were just walking by and saying hello and I was like, I don't know you. Why are you saying hello? Like I've got friends in London that would see me and like walk away from me and wouldn't say hello. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's so different. Being brought up in that London kind of mindset, of everyone's kind of got to get somewhere as soon as possible, uh, and you kind of go over there, and it's it's yeah, just so much nicer, nicer pace. Yeah, I, I can see. I've been saying to my wife increasingly that I would love to do the same, mm. but for me, it's probably the Middle East. Come and join us, be neighbours. Well, uh, so her dad is half Irish, but but yeah, he's doesn't talk about the Irish side at all. Oh, okay. So I've only I've only been once to watch rugby and so I know very very little about Ireland at all. Is she Northern Irish or Southern Irish? Oh, she's oh, I was going to say proper. She's Southern Irish. Yeah. <laughs> Pro- proper Irish can get you in a lot. Oh, no, of no, no, she's Southern I, Irish. No, she'd say that. But yeah, so yeah. we we've, we've we've got uh, Anna who works for us who's Northern Irish and I interviewed somebody else recently and they were like, "Oh, I'm Irish." And I went, "Oh, I've got someone who's Irish." <laughs> and they literally just turned um, on a video call. Went, they're not fucking Irish. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And and then I said to Anna, I was like, yeah, I've had a real, really awkward thing. She went, I'm not surprised. Do you not remember what happened? I'm like, okay, right, yeah, fine. Yeah, there's I, a big I now, thing called the troubles, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. during the eighties um, and and the previous hundred years. But up to that point, I had no idea. Like, I knew, of course knew about everything yeah. that had gone on. But I don't think you really kind of get taught it that that no. much in school. But um, yeah, when you kind of go into the history, and I've obviously you know gone into the history now. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm half English, half uh, my dad's Pakistani, but um. Yeah, the English people weren't nice at all. No, to put it, to put it. Most well, it doesn't. Yeah. You saying that doesn't surprise me because I, I went to an international school. Oh, okay. And a lot of my friends are like, yeah, living as somebody who is considered different in certain areas of the world hmm. is not necessarily a pleasant experience. People yeah. can be pretty fucking horrible, and and yeah, it's. I guess it's one of the things that because I went to an international school, I hadn't, I, I sort of had a rose tinted view of it. 
and and then all of a sudden we all become adults they go out into the world and it's like some of the things that indian friends or, or yeah. arabic friends or or like a cameroonian guy that i'm very friendly with some of the stuff that they they've experienced yeah. in just normal life is just yeah it's going to get bizarre well, sadly get used to it but yeah yeah but it's one of those things that i've always believed that we're in a world where we shouldn't have to get used to that stuff like idiots should understand their idiots and shut the fuck up yeah and, and i'd love that that to change and hopefully over time it does but I mean, yeah, as you can see at the moment, like, you know, that's, that's well, the world's going the, the opposite change. direction. At the yeah, moment, it seems. You know, it you're seems getting far right people elected, you're yeah. getting various wars cropping up, and it's just a bit of a mess. Yeah, yeah. Hence, Ireland is becoming an increasingly attractive Ireland's, prospect. Yeah, lovely. Do you know what? Yeah, it's amazing infrastructure over there with the medical system, um, everything. I think because they've got all the tax money coming in from the companies. Yeah. Um, well, because it's notionally cheaper for tax, isn't it? But yeah, they're still I think getting it's like money. It's like nineteen percent or something like that. Fine. So they save that. But when you're like Google, you're obviously saving billions yeah. of pounds doing that. Like I think I saw a story the other day. They they found like an extra five billion euros lying around. Like they paid just for everything. Found it. Yeah, they were like, oh, we just found like five billion euros. And they're like, oh, okay, we can just spend this more on like more hospitals or stuff like that. Then it was just like, as opposed to being in England, where they're like, oh, we're in deficit, yeah, we like a hundred billion yeah, pounds, can't find a penny. Yeah, we pick nuts. up your rubbish once a month now. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, yeah. Well, that's more reason to get over there, pretty sharp. Yeah, I know. So, in terms of the, the purpose of this is, I want to talk about change and and look. There's clearly some subjects we've talked about that need change in terms of. If there's one thing you could change, one impact you could have on the world, big big or small, this is we're going deep quickly. I know, but, I wasn't ready for this one. Yeah, well, it's, it's got a very light-hearted up until now. Yeah. Um, look, I, I am a light-hearted guy, but I think everyone in life has a moment where they're like, if I could change one thing, yeah. this, is, this is what I would change. And, and for me, part of what I want this to be is, yeah. is an opportunity for people to, to talk about those sorts of things. And, yeah. and look, if it's too deep and you go, oh, no, no, I happily but do. No, I'm, just, uh, I, I'm very bad at just saying the wrong things, to be honest. You can but, say uh, the wrong things. Because I'm very honest. So. Yeah, but I'm I am equally honest yeah. and I'm not massively concerned about ramifications. So <laughs> you can say what you like. I would... You can't I, cancel someone on their first go. I, so. I would say um, I think there's a lot of um, good things that, that can come out of religion. Yeah. Um, but I think some people maybe misinterpret it. And I think yeah. I think if more... I think religion focuses more on just being kind to one another as opposed to all the other rules... Uh, and all the other separation and differences, um, I think I'd change that. I don't think that's change that religion in, in some way, but yeah, I don't think that's that controversial. I'm just yeah, I, I know there's a lot of people that obviously have their religions very close to their heart. Yeah, they yeah. wouldn't want to kind of. I think if your religion pushes you to do better and be nicer to people, I'm all for that. Well, I, I think, think inherently when you kind of turn that's into what they're meant to be. Then yeah, I've, I've, I've weirdly so my dad did the bachelor of divinity which is like the degree in religions oh, okay. and so as a kid we were quite exposed to it. i think he wanted to be a priest at some point but didn't so for whatever reason. degree in like sort of what theology and yeah yeah it was, i think it was called the bachelor in divinity so the the, the divine so about oh, okay. gods and all that that's sort of a stuff. very niche degree yeah i don't really know why i did it um yeah. he met my godfather who's who is a priest so i think that's one positive that came out of it. but um but look i'm not a religious guy but i agree with what you're saying wholeheartedly. I think these things are not set up to cause division. They're set up to 
make people have a sense of belonging, but also make people inherently good people. And the, the theological message carried through every religion is one of let's be good, let's mm. be nice, let's honor thy neighbor, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. And and yeah, I think there's an element of that getting lost in interpretation. And to and deflect from mine, then what would yours be? Just say mine's not so bad then. Stop being dicks to each other. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the honest. So, so it's not just Is that your slogan. No. So, well, it was going to be not all recruiters are dicks, but then I, but then I realised that if we just stick the word dicks in a title, we'll probably yeah, get banned probably by everything. Uh, yes. Whereas, <laughs> so that's why it's become uh, we've used a dick instead and CEOs because we're not just going to be speaking to people in recruitment. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we don't get ca hopefully caught in in moderation quite yeah. so much because it's my name. I can't change my name. Well, I can, but yeah. but I'm not going. You shouldn't to. have to. Um, so yeah, I, I I believe that a lot of people go through life quite selfishly, um, and actually, if everyone put themselves in the person that they're dealing with shoes, mm. in most situations, that would change perhaps how they did things. Yeah. And so, to me, that that covers everything, not just well a a anything you can think of. I just think mm. if we all went through lives rather than going right, I'm just going to do things for the benefit of me and fuck everyone else. Yeah actually went through life going how would i feel if i did that how to that this person everyone around yeah. me? how would this affect society and inherently want to, to make it like an iron rand pure yeah. selfish kind of yeah no ex route. exactly yeah. and i think if everyone wants to make the world a slightly better place than they found it loads of the shit that's going on now would yeah would i think it just sort itself disappear. out yeah um because people would just go you know, that's not that nice. And, mm. I, and, and look, I'm, I'm... People will pick up their rubbish. People will spend yeah. more time with their elderly neighbours. Yeah. People wouldn't say horrible things in the street. People would help no, exactly. each other in the workplace. It would just, yeah, it's yeah. good for everything. So. And so I, I say it a lot to people, but my, my end goal is leaving the world a slightly better place than I found it. Um, it's a noble endeavour. Be that on a very small scale or a large scale, who knows? I I, I don't have aspirations mm. of doing that on a large scale. You did a charity, though, didn't you? It's not like yeah, so I, I did. I had a, an animal welfare oh, charity just because in certain parts of the world, more due, due to education than anything else, um, animals aren't treated particularly well. Yeah. And in many ways, I prefer animals to, to humans. Oh, I've <coughs> got a lovely black rabbit. Home, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, they're just nicer in yeah. most ways. So, um, so yeah, I, there's problems in in various parts of the world where we've deforested and built cities and then are surprised that the indigenous animal population is yeah. is then still there and and we then do pretty horrible things so um so yeah i wanted to make an impact on that and as a kid i've been around a chap who'd set up a, what ended up being a very big animal welfare charity and he asked me to help him set up another one and my singular condition was as long as I can't be outvoted by a lunatic who's just way too passionate about the animals, okay. and by that I mean like somebody who would. We had a, we had a pot of You've money. You've got to be realistic. You've got to be realistic and add exactly that. Look at it and go. What's the biggest impact we could yeah. have? So yeah, we did. I did that for for a fair few years, and then it, it kind of just fizzled out. I think we, me and the other sort of trustees that were in it, started it at a point where we didn't have kids. We were all sort of working in jobs and and all mm. of that sort of stuff and then and then with time suddenly you've got kids you've got yeah. uh, like i started this business and time and starts to kind and of disappear it, exactly and, and like i i can barely find time to do anything now so oh, I don't get so time it, to watch tv but yeah. yeah exactly exactly I, I had a friend recently who was like yeah do you still play a playstation i'm like i think i've probably played an hour I bought a about new the game last for my xbox a yeah. while ago a couple of months ago how far into it are you um i did i 
clocked a fair few hours and I just haven't touched it in like yeah. a month or so. You put it down and it's like... Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I was really enjoying that. But, but when you're starting a business, you you end up in the, especially in the very yeah. early days, with everything just being, a, you're, you're running in every direction especially just to get it going. Of, and that three to nine month point, yeah, I think is a, an integral point for any business. And that's kind of like, you've kind of run out of money from the first few months that you saved up yeah. when you quit your job. And it's now dependent on money coming in. And that, I think that's the make or break, that kind of three to nine month mm. point. I think when you get to the nine month point, you've probably got enough or you've quit. Yeah, yeah. So well, yeah. somebody I spoke to about about that calls it the valley of death. Oh, okay. And there's various valleys of death where things could be going well, but you don't yeah. realize you're hurtling down a hill with an inability to get back up the other side. Yeah. And and look, speaking from experience, I've I've now got, 15, 16 people, there are many more moments like that through through the journey. It's mm. I think everyone views success as this straight line to success, but it's oh, it's always it's up a, and down yeah, ups and downs and, yeah. and phenomenally stressful. And and the early days are, are the most exciting. Oh, they're definitely but also they're the most fun, but they're yeah, the most also stressful. The most stressful um, it's been many times where I haven't been able to get to sleep and stuff like yeah. that because you're just you're constantly thinking about work and you're just lying there for two hours. Yeah, well, I, I still get that now, to be honest. So, <laughs> so lovely I'm, I'm, for anyone yeah. looking to start their own but, business. But I try and go. be honest. I, the thing is, there's there's so many people out there that are like, yeah, you run a business, you're automatically successful, everything's marvellous. Yeah. And I don't want to be that human. I don't want to be there sort of painting a rose-tinted view of everything because it is tough. There, there it's are, tough. of course, you can get to that huge position positives. Where, oh, yeah, yeah. And when I've had my businesses before, it's, it's been, you know, there are some amazing positives. Yeah, you know, yeah. you get holidays and cruise, or you look at your bank account, or you don't think about money. Yeah. Um, but then there's plenty of kind of downsides as well. And when it does go wrong, it's, it's awful. So oh yeah, and it, and and it's all consuming because yeah. it's it's like it's your whole personality. Well, it's, it's your whole personality. Life it's, based it's, on this. it's part yeah. of your family. It's yeah, it's your baby. And, and yeah, I. I've always, and, and well, you've seen the content, I've always tried to paint a real view. I've, I've never been one oh, That's what I like to be your content, yeah, yeah, it's honest, yeah. I've never been one for, oh yeah, it's all fucking marvellous and everything's great. Because yeah. there, are, of course, there are moments that are marvellous and there are moments that are great. And, and mm. the more we do it, the more of those moments there are. Yeah. But there are terrible moments as well and ridiculous levels of stress. And, and, yeah. and the more people you employ, that multiplies that, by multiple times. Yeah, you kind of think it would get easier, but it no, probably just goes no. the opposite way. I'm sure at a certain point, I think that this that's actually how the Valley of Death conversation came about because the chap was saying, he's a, a coach, and he was saying that that's exactly it. You, you think mentally it's always going to get better, it's going to get better, and often yeah. it will, but the journey of it getting better doesn't mean it's not going to be a stressful one. And you... Mm. And, and you have to reflect on your successes a lot of the time to carry you through those moments of, of toughness. And, and we've both spoken about it. For me, I, I've hired badly on a number of occasions. Oh, that's, I've done that as well, yeah. And that's it's very hard hiring recruiters. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because they they might be good at selling themselves, but terrible at recruitment is, is what I've I've often yeah. found. But then it's so, there's so many different personality types. And I, like, I've worked with some amazing recruiters who are, are very quiet yeah. and very kind of, they're very kind of consultative, but, uh, you know, kind of keeps themselves and put their heads down and, and kind of just get on with the work. And I've, I've worked with some amazing recruiters that are really loud and bolshy and uh, and kind of overshadow everyone else. There's not 
a particular personality type you no. kind of stick to. I don't know what it is exactly, but yeah, yeah the magic, the yeah. magic potion. We're, Some um, kind of matrix of like personality types. Yeah, I think it's where the, where the the big companies. That's why they use that cutty. Uh, cookie cutter approach of mm. let's make everyone do it this way because they're yeah. like that works people will either like doing it or not let's this just is keep how doing we're going to make the biggest kind of profit margin yeah. so yeah I just, i'm just not interested in that no i like hiring Although who knows, when you get to like 200 people maybe you're going to go down that route but yeah i don't think i will okay so so my aim is to get to about 350 recruiters that's that's wow. the goal so like one of like the, yeah top kind of one percent or whatever yeah well i i built another business with with some other people to being quite large so yeah. so i'm used to s the scaling bit um but is yeah. that all going to be kind of self-funded or will you get to the point where you kind of look I'm outside invested in. oh okay so you've had angels so i've uh my chairman invested in the in the business oh, okay. so and um, would you go down that route of kind of could you go down that route of recruiting business of kind of like an abc kind of seed funding kind of thing or is that the hope is i won't need to okay um so, so it gets to a point where they just start you can just invest yeah. the profits back uh, so in. So what I was originally doing is I was growing with no sense of profit. I was just like, money's coming in. I can fund it. Let's just yeah. go for it because I was billing quite a lot. Um, foolish. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm. It, was, it was, but it was the, someone told me I couldn't do it. And I was, it was a touch <laughs> of arrogance came in. I was like, man. Sounds yeah, like a challenge. Yeah, I'm going to do this thing. Go on then. Um, I'm going to spot you. And yeah, hired, hired some people who are very nice people, but just shouldn't work in an environment like ours. Yeah. Um, it's a very high pressure environment. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 we're not hot on, on a lot of the sort of stick versions of of management. So there, are, I've learned over time. You need to be self disciplined. That, yeah. And autonomous. And some people are yeah. good at that, and some people. Especially are not. when you're working from home as well. Like yeah. You can quite easily just be like, oh, do you know, I'm not going to work and. Well, watch we had TV, we had Netflix, a guy very early on who um, actually when I first met him it was in this building. And uh, he came to work with us. And I remember on a morning call, he accidentally put his camera on. He was sitting there eating last night's curry with an Xbox in his hand, drinking a cider at 9, 9.15 in the morning. What? And, and I was like, <laughs> what? Like, part of me is like, what a legend. And the other part's like, that is horrific. Yeah, well, <laughs> he didn't last very long, I think, is the best way of describing it. I, I remember, I was on holiday. I kind of wondered, did he carry on through the night drinking or did he wake up? And then be like, I'm going to have a can. I never knew the answer to that. Oh, but um, when when we w wanted to speak to him about these things, uh, he uh, he didn't turn up for the call. Oh, and we, we knew what vanished. we were doing. Well, no, he was sat there deleting all of his emails. But he for some reason, he didn't realize we have a backup. So yeah. he was just deleting things, which made it obvious the things we should be looking at. So it was, it was just a bit daft. But yeah, he did very very little but it was a recommendation wow. from one of the other recruiters so it was a bit of a awkward one yeah it was a bit awkward but never mind yeah um so look we we've curveballed to something deep at the end um, yeah yeah no it's interesting thanks but, for putting me on the spot there but yeah it's just to be honest my brain's just a bit scatty so it's just how conversations you kind of jump around between things yeah, yeah. i just want organic conversations yeah like that's i'm just i'm not great at, at massive, going down one yeah, particular line here is a script we're going to follow no. that I'll would have been have easier go. for me, but it's okay. Nah, no, put you on the spot. Thanks. You only decided sweating, to do it yesterday. Just yeah. the lights and this, yeah. But look, thank, genuinely, thank you no, very no, much for I coming loved on. It. I loved coming in. It's been and, amazing. And yeah, look, we'll share, we'll share bits. So you can, can have a boring day anyway. So no, yeah. it's going to perk me up. Now you get go to out come. for lunch now in, in Soho. Yeah, get to go out so, for yeah. lunch, have some fun. Yeah.
but look, genuinely thank you for coming thank you for being our first we will get you on when we're way more professional at it and everything as well it and is. your business at that point will be five times the size that's what we're going to aim for fingers crossed but yeah thank you very much nice thanks a lot <laughs>